welcome to Docupied, podcast about anime, manga, light novels, and industry news. I'm your host, Brandon, otherwise known as DocPay. And for those of you who celebrate it, Merry Christmas. For those of you who don't, Happy Holidays. We're right in the middle of a bunch of holidays, so forgive me if I don't go through them one by one. But today is Christmas Eve, so I figured that warrants a, a mention. Now, I know for Thanksgiving, I actually thought of something that was moderately themed to the holiday. No such luck this time, mostly because, well, frankly, I've been preoccupied with other things in the last you know, two weeks or so. Specifically, I've been playing the hell out of Cyberpunk 2077. Bugs and all, yep. But I'm playing on a high-end PC, so it's not that bad for me personally. Totally not getting into that whole discussion and controversy here and now, but suffice it to say I just spent like 86 hours on it and just today finished the game. So I've been, you know, a little busy. <laughs> I haven't actually done uh, any reading in the last like two weeks since it came out. Which is why what we're getting today is actually a discussion about By the Grace of the Gods Season 1, the anime adaptation. It also works out that the last episode just aired this past weekend, and I've talked about how much I enjoy the light novel series, so it makes a lot of sense to dive in and talk about the anime adaptation a bit now that it is over. So first, let me just set up that this is probably going to be a shorter episode, mostly because I'm not going to go into all the kind of story beats and character beats and, and all those details like I normally do, mostly because I have already done that for By the Grace of the Gods. You can go back and listen to the episode about the light novel, and that'll transfer over to what I'm going to talk about with the anime. What I'm mostly talking about in this episode, and what I mainly want to focus on, is the actual adaptation itself, how that went, and not necessarily rehash like the whole review of By the Grace of the Gods itself. So we'll we'll treat this one kind of like the other um, anime adaptation discussion episodes I've done, like I did with Bookworm and Bakarina. So let's kind of jump in with the info about this anime season. Uh, for one, it was animated by Maho Film, and if you're not familiar with them, they're a somewhat newer anime production studio formed, I think, just like two years ago or so. And so far, they have only done three series, all of them being light novel adaptations. The first one was If It's For My Daughter, I'd Even Defeat a Demon Lord. And then this season they did By the Grace of the Gods and I'm Standing on a Million Lives. And not to get too into the weeds on this, but like, I have read the light novel for... If it's for my daughter, I'd even defeat a demon lord. It's actually one of the first ones I picked up from J Novel Club. Well, actually, the first one was, I think I mentioned it was, the first one, I think, was The Unwanted Undead Adventurer. No, wait, actually, looking back, I think it actually was If It's For My Daughter. And then I jumped into Unwanted Undead. I don't remember the order. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Suffice it to say, it was one of the early ones I picked up from J Novel Club. And the anime itself was... Okay, and like a lot of similar aspects of this, like I've actually watched all three shows, so I can kind of talk about all of them a little bit, but they're all like very kind of low production value, like definitely kind of bottom barrel on the production front. I didn't really like the character designs for any of them, and let me actually get more into that 
with By the Grace of the Gods specifically, since that's what I'm talking about. But all three shows, suffice it to say, are somewhat bottom barrel light novel adaptations. They're not bad, actually. And, and maybe that's kind of not surprising, but they're not actually bad. I just don't think they're good. So the studio is new and we've had three kind of very similarly panned out light novel adaptations so far. Yeah, so that, that's all I'll say on, on that front, I guess. Um, at least it's licensed by Funimation uh, in English. There are 12 episodes and I think they're dubbing it. Okay, so let's get into the meat of it. I kind of brought up a couple points already, but let's really dig into these a little bit more. So I, I said they're kind of bottom barrel productions, and that's been true for all three of them. By the Grace of the Gods is no different in that regard. Um, the animation is fairly static. They use a lot of reused shots. There's a lot of like still panning. The characters aren't particularly like animated all the time. Very kind of limited character animation. They use some really bad CG in all of them for various things. Uh, By the Grace of the Gods has some like really bad horses that are like incredibly noticeable. Some of the like more weighty scenes in any of these shows, and it's true for all of them, um, but it's very much kind of like a still shot <laughs> that they then pan around. They're just not high budget adaptations. Now I'm not saying something like By the Grace of the Gods needs like a really lavish production, but it definitely suffered from being very generically done. The backgrounds weren't bad, but they were there, and I, I wouldn't really have called them particularly noticeable. And like I said, the character animations were janky <laughs> at best, maybe. Fairly limited, and any action scene in the show was very obviously made use of various like time-saving animation techniques and cuts and stuff. But yeah, I, I don't want to harp on it too much in that regard, but it they're just not great animation productions. And By the Grace of the Gods was no different in this regard. So you, you really can't just expect too much in terms of how the show will look uh, in movement. Kind of similarly here, the character designs, the art style they use for them, and it's actually very similar. I'd have to look up the staff actually for the other shows that they've the Maho Films has done, but I did not like the adjustments to the character designs for any of the three shows that I watched of theirs. And they're all very similar. As someone familiar with the source material for, if it's for my daughter, and for By the Grace of the Gods, but not for I'm Standing on a Million Lives. So I, I haven't read the manga for that, but I've read the light novels of the other two. And the original light novel art styles, at least in my opinion, are way, way better. And I realize this is somewhat subjective, but to me, all three of these shows and... I guess I'm going to keep going back to that point that all three of them have similar issues. But so by the grace of the gods, the characters have these, I'd say like late 90s, early 2000s style, like big eyes, moderately sharp, angular faces and hair, like very simple, flat looks. Everything was kind of somewhat like saturated color wise. Maybe it's just the faces. I don't know. Like their heads really bother me. They're they're quite large. The eyes are huge. 
and those just like very pointy angular lines used for the faces and hair and that's totally at least for me unlike the light novel art i haven't read the manga for by the grace of the god so i'm not actually sure what that looks like in comparison but at least to me the light novel art was a lot more balanced the you know it's still kind of anime style with like slightly larger eyes and whatnot but everything was a little more rounded off a lot less of that like 90s 2000s look to it like the just like weird in between time where everything had that similar style and these all do and i just i don't like it now, i don't mind it in some of the old shows it's not my favorite but in a modern show like this i think it just makes it immediately look dated it just looks bad from the get-go and i get that that's i guess somewhat of a subjective personal gripe with this series and i guess with all three of them for maho film but i i really do not like the style of character designs that they go with to me they just immediately look dated and not in a way that looks like retro to me if you want like a a retro look that's modern something like a couple seasons ago oh geez when did this when did this actually air um geez a couple years ago now um but magical circle guru guru and that one was done by madhouse i believe no uh production ig and at least to my mind that had like it looked classic but modernized these just look like they were done 20 years ago and still not very good so I, I know it's a bit of a personal preference that I think the light novel art styles, and maybe it's because I was familiar with them first, but I think even if I wasn't, like I, I watched them standing on a million lives, and I really hated the character design work for all of them. And I don't, I don't even know what the original manga characters look like necessarily. So that's kind of an aesthetic thing. Um, I mean, the artwork is, is very plain it's there so the art style and not and this is more than just the character designs um but like the background art the like the different monsters the slimes um all of it is very plain the original designs i thought were quite good in the light novel but the way they're kind of rendered here is really not my favorite then we have the opening and ending animations they're fine really nothing like special also somewhat plain with some like panning and scrolling i i think the ending was kind of cute with uh mia and and the various like beast can girls walking around the opening is is weird <laughs> as, as someone who's read up to the most recently released english volume for the light novel the opening really focuses on what is like a perceived romance between Elia and Yoma and the light novels just don't have that. I mean, even the show didn't have that. I mean, they interact, Elia clearly likes Yoma, but there's no romance there. And in the first five volumes, there's no romance there. So I don't know. It, they just, it was a weird portrayal for the opening song and like a really weird way to launch the show to me. When I first saw it, I was like, why are they playing this up like it's a romance between these two, like, right now? I mean, yes, they're clearly setting it up that in the future that's how this is going to go down. But, like, within the context of the show and, you know, the story that it encompasses, 
and and even you know slightly beyond it in the light novels that that's just not i don't want to say relevant <laughs> but this is not how it goes so to me it felt like a really odd decision to focus on that and make it look like it's this like romance between them when that's just like not present so speaking of i guess additional things i didn't like about the uh adaptation this is the same problem you're going to have with any light novel adaptation whatsoever obviously it cuts out a ton of content it's understandable it's how it goes and i do think for the purpose of a 12 episode show i think they did a decent enough job of conveying kind of the the gist of the story or the the bits that they told but there's just so much more here as someone who's read the source that it's hard to let go how much got left on the cutting room floor here, how much got condensed, shortened, removed. Again, this is true for all light novel adaptations, even manga adaptations, although I do think they fare slightly better, usually. So this is nothing out of the ordinary, and this is nothing new, and honestly I'm not sure like what I was expecting or hoping for in this case, but... I thought from the very beginning that this was going to be a difficult show to, or like a difficult difficult light novel series to actually transition to an interesting anime. There's just not much that actually goes on story-wise because it is more or less a slice of life with like pockets of adventure and action, but it's very much a like slow Yashike style slice of life story. There won't be big thrills and challenges and, and enemies and bad guys necessarily. It's just not that kind of action series. And not to say that nice slow slice of life stories can't be adapted into interesting well done anime series, but I just I thought the bar or the hurdle to clear here would was pretty high. So there there's just a lot that got left out. A lot of character development, a lot of like additional like side stuff we'll say there's a lot of like story beats that they just kind of either gloss over or skip entirely due to lack of time a lot of the characters don't have any time to have any real development not that necessarily early on in the light novels that there's that much development for some of the side characters like the adventurers anyway but the light novels do definitely take time to establish them significantly more than we do see in the anime. And for the purposes of a 12 episode season, you don't really miss them necessarily because you're not going to get the later stories that requires or like builds on that foundation the light novels lay. So it's a loss, but it's not something that I f- necessarily that the anime hurt from, if that makes sense. If this was going to be, you know, several seasons which I really don't think it's going to get more um but I guess I'm standing on a million lives got a second season, so I, it sounds like that was pre-planned that way. However, but I I don't know. I doubt we're gonna get more of this. Uh, and and so in line with that thinking, it's really not a big deal that they cut out some of that additional development and and like character stuff or for like side characters, even even some of the stuff that helped develop the main characters a bit more. Because frankly, there's just not time for it. I don't really want to get into incredibly specific examples of like what was cut and where because it's not really helpful necessarily to to anyone listening. Just know that it 
it's obviously very condensed. And then you've got the voice acting and the soundtrack, and they're there, they're fine. <laughs> I didn't have a, a problem with any of them. I don't necessarily think there was any like standout anything in it either, but you know, they're there. So I know I've been kind of tearing it down this whole time and, and saying how much I didn't like the character designs, the artwork was bland, the animation was stilted and very unimpressive. The voice acting and soundtracks were, were there and fine. You know, everything was condensed. And I, I said all that, I mean all that, but I watched all 12 episodes and I enjoyed it enough for what it was. And maybe that's kind of riding on my enjoyment of the light novel series a little bit, but it was fine. It was a decent enough way to spend 25 minutes on a Sunday. I'm not sure that I'd recommend it for anyone starting out, like who isn't familiar with the light novel. On its own, as an anime series without counting all like the light novel or anything or the manga, it's just, it's very low production, somewhat generic. And, and really, I was invested going in. So if you have no connection to this, I wouldn't really bother with the anime series. If you have no connection, have not read the light novel or the manga, and haven't watched the anime yet, the anime is not the place to start. I would absolutely definitely recommend just picking up the light novel series and going from there. Just leave the anime out. It's not going to really enhance your experience very much. I watched it so because I was interested in it, and I kept watching it because I like the original, and it's decent enough. Like I said, this anime adaptation, it's not bad. It's just not good. It's just very straight up, you know, middle of the road. For anyone who has watched the anime already, absolutely 100% go listen to my episode about the light novel series and go read it. If you liked the anime at all, if you liked anything at all about it, the light novel is just way better. It will, it will give you way more of what you were interested in about the show. If you hated the anime, I guess it depends on why you may have hated it. But if you hated the story, well, then the light novel's not really going to fix that necessarily. There'll be more details. There'll be more like fleshed out dialogue, monologues, narration, descriptions. Like Everything will be in more detail. But if you didn't like what you saw already, well, I don't think that's going to change anything for you. If what you didn't like was the production value and you thought it looked like crap, but you were interested in that kind of style of story, again, just go read the light novel. I still think and maintain that the light novel is worth reading. I enjoy it a lot. It's nothing revolutionary. It's, it's quite slow, we'll say. And that's kind of what I like about it, that it is this like slice of lifey, not really action heavy story. And it's just about a guy in his slimes doing things and living his life. I don't need it to get more complicated than that. And so if, if that sounds good to you, then light novel all the way. So to kind of wrap up here, so I don't keep rambling on about the same various points, despite the show doing a lot that I'm not fond of, or despite all the like clear, not great things and aspects about the show, I still enjoyed my time with it. I don't regret watching those 12 episodes. I wouldn't necessarily recommend the show to anyone. 
and the show's never going to win any awards or or be any kind of big hit, sadly. But I hope enough of you were interested that you go pick up the light novel series. That series is being released by Jane Novel Club, and it's really, it's just really nice to read. It's not going to blow your mind, but it's just a nice, light, refreshing series. And I will give credit to the anime that it has that same feeling to it. Is it? It was a nice, light, like refreshing anime series, similarly to the appeal of the light novel. I think it just could have used. Well, a lot better of everything. <laughs> it's almost impressive that they managed to turn out a like not bad, not good series with like such low production values. You you would have thought that it would be way worse. So there you have it. By the Grace of the Gods season one. Unlikely to be additional seasons. This light novel adaptation was eh. And for one final time, go read the light novel series. You can get it on J Novel Club. Thanks for listening. Follow my Twitter, I am DocPay, for updates. And please, if you like Docupied, leave me a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you can't leave a review there, go do it on Apple Podcasts. Every review helps other people find this podcast. I'll catch you next time. Mm-hmm.